Hello, gentlemen. This is Luke Runko, Michael Slusar, and Maxi speaking. Today, we're going to discuss a topic that's very near and dear to our hearts, and I'm sure a lot of your hearts, music. Now, music is one of the best art forms of all time, arguably the best. And a lot of people have a lot of different opinions and have different favorite artists. And today, we're going to be asking some people what they are. So, first things first, we're going to be asking my dear, dear friend, Michael Slusar, what his favorite uh, his favorite artist is. So, uh, let's hear it. Um, so, you know, I, I, am a, I am a big Playboy Cardi fan. You know, I've always been listening to him and stuff since... For, for a long time, you know, some of his old old music, some of his leaked stuff. And I can actually play one of his songs on the piano. And like you said, that was a live that was a live piano performance. Straight from us. Yep. Live piano performance. And I I I learned this myself and uh, you know, I'm just I'm a big fan of it. I think Kodak Black is always, you know, one of the biggest ones of all time, especially for Florida. Florida boys, you know, you know, Glock nine, maybe, but, um, you know, you always have a lot of like different styles and different songs that you, you like to have in rotation, you know? So, uh, you know, another, uh, this is Luke speaking, you know, one of my favorite artists of all time, it, it's gotta be Kanye West and, you know, Kanye's his guy, you know, he's been in the game since about 2000, you know, he started off as a producer, became a rapper and. Now and he's he a, making sneakers. Now he's a, a fashion designer, and he still drops fire music to this day. And he's had so many different things happen in his life and tragedies, but he always comes out on top because he has sheer will. And I really respect that, and I think he's one of the best artists of all time. So uh, now I'm going to be faxing my phone to my um, associate, Maxi. Alright, so my probably my top artist for 2022 and my favorite, like, you know... Rappers and stuff are probably Snot. He's like one of my favorites right now. He he's like newer than like all the other rappers that's just been here for a while. Oh, oh, okay. Let me and then then one of my other ones is Enelie Choppa. He makes some really good music, like some really good like you know like <laughs> practice music and to get hyped up for for like a basketball game. All right, so I'm gonna give Michael the mic now. So, Thank you. Well, he said about Snot, you know, Snot's been on the scene for a long time, and you know, he's really just kind of been around. He hasn't got the exposure needed yet, but now with his new album and songs, ASAP Rocky and other Ethereal, his new album, it's really just a great piece that you know I think a lot of people can connect to and listen to like deep down. But like some of his older albums were more you know experimental and different, and it was a harder listening experience for the average musical connoisseur. So, yeah, um, he really has a more uh, chill, laid-back flow that's a little harder to get into, but... On his older... On his older stuff, but on his newer stuff, he's kind of, you know... He's trying to come into his own a little bit and develop a lot more of his own style. More of a niche Yeah, aspect. more, more yeah, of a niche aspect, definitely. but he's still becoming mainstream. Definitely. Uh, my friend Maxi uh, has something to say. So, Snot, he's been... He's really been up there recently, and he's been doing a lot of collaborations with big artists, mm -hmm. including, like, ASAP Rocky... Definitely. Kanye West, mm -hmm. Polo G, G-Eazy, and Roddy Rich, and like others. And Babytron. Yeah. Oh yeah, Babytron will be our next subject. Yeah, so our next subject is Babytron. Or um, the Vin Reaper. As he 
he has multiple names. So in 2020, Pitchfork gave him, and Rolling Stone gave him one of the best album ratings of the year on his album, Ben Reaper 2. And, you know, Babytron is an up-and-coming underground Detroit rapper that can flow on almost any beat. And he has two songs with 19 beat switches in them. And he can flow on every one of them. You know, I, I just think when it comes down to versatility, there's no one beating him right now. Definitely. And when, when you look at all these other rappers, who is rapping on 19 beats? No one. And, and like, if you look at the facts, this might be an unpopular opinion, but Tupac did not rap on 19 beats. Never did. Never did. Not once. So that's... Ice Cube or no one else. Yeah, exactly. So, so what we're looking at here is a young prodigy. Yeah, I think I think he's really on the come up right now. I think that you know, you know, I think that there's he has a lot of potential. I think if he gets like a big like you know group behind him, a big record label, he could be one of the next biggest rappers. Yeah. Also, Babytron uh, reportedly had a, almost had a feature on a Kanye album, but you know, Kanye cut him last minute, which he felt a little betrayed, which I understand. I would too. You know, as as he would have been the best part of that album. True. You know, but, uh, you know, lots of up and coming artists. And uh, I think we're going to transition right now for a little bit into, you know, one of my favorite topics. What is your favorite album? So, Michael, what's your favorite album? Well, I have a few of my favorite albums right now. One of them. So when I, when I look at music, there, there are different types of music that I listen to. I think I think the life of Pablo to, you know by Kanye West is definitely one of them. And another one definitely is self-titled by Playboy Cardi. Uh, is by far his best project. Nothing comes even close. And um, it's those are my two. I can't really rank either of them. Uh, we do have a special guest coming in here. Special guest, uh, Brooke Glick, is coming in here. And, you know, Brooke has a more diversified musical taste than us because we're more you know, a little rap oriented. Well, one right? second, I would like to mention that one of my favorite albums would be Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. I forgot. Yeah, you know, and, and that that's a really good album. So now we're gonna have Brooke Glick talk about her favorite album. Take it away, Brooke. Um, my favorite album that's really hard. I think I wanna say Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish might be my favorite album. Great album for sure. Billie Eilish has been on the come up recently. Mm-hmm. So, so Brooke, why is Happier Than Ever one of your favorite albums? Um, yeah, honestly. And, um, all of her other albums were really different than this one. And when she released this, it was like something we had never seen from Billie Eilish before. And Absolutely. I thought it was really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, Grace, what is your... Grace? I'm sorry, I have memory loss. What is your favorite album? Sophia. Sophia, what's your favorite album? Uh, probably happier than ever, or when we all fall asleep, where do we go? Yeah. Great, both great albums. Now we're gonna give the microphone to my um awful friend Max here. So my favorite album is probably Project Baby by Kodak Black. Project Baby Two. Project yeah, Baby. Project Baby Two. I'll go up. <laughs> he, he released he released the uh, two of the albums, and I think. Personally, they're they're one of his best albums he's uh, released. Yeah, out of all of them, his newer his newer ones haven't been that good. But Michael Sluzar wants to say something about his new albums too. You know, well, no, not not his new album. I'm talking specifically about Project Baby Two. You know, it it really was one of his biggest albums to get on the scene with. And you know, I think that um 
with hits such as, you know, transport in, roll in peace, versatile, um, just some absolute classics that came off this album. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, I'm here to talk about one of my favorite albums, At Long Last ASAP by ASAP Rocky. You know, At Long Last ASAP, absolutely amazing album. The production with the sampling, absolutely amazing. You know, you got Joe Fox on there, which if you know his story, it's a very interesting story. And, you know, you know, we got some great, great songs on here. Incredible talent. Uh, Electric Body is a classic. Jukebox Joints is amazing. You know, Every Day. Another absolutely incredible song. You know, it's really just the way they use the sample and everything. It's it's amazing. And oh, you know, I would also like to point out that Every Day has a feature from Rod Stewart on there, who has just an amazing voice. No, I, I think personally that 2015 was a prime time for ASAP Rocky, and he released like a lot of good music, and he really just blew up at the time. Yeah. So you know, me and Michael, uh, we have a little little side passion. And it's this band that's called Motley Crue. Well, it's not a side passion. I mean, it's we, a main passion. Definitely like Motley Crue. Motley Crue's amazing, you know. Indeed, definitely. Um, Abrasive production. No. Uh, they, what they really did is they they had the perfect amount of distortion on all of their guitar tracks in the background. Absolutely. Truly, some like incredible talent coming in. The drum, the drumming is just insane. The beats that they're laying down, absolutely incredible you know you can't you don't really see that much anymore the raw talent needed to go on a drum set and hit down these rapid beats like they did it's incredible yeah their guitarist mick mars absolutely amazing guitarist you know one of the best of all time distortion you know their whole look what they really popular lot popularized oh, yeah. well, well, they were the first they were the first musical group to really bring in energy you know you'd see like you know, every song has a mood to it, but if you listen to a Motley Crue song, it, it gives you energy. It, it gives a specific type of energy, too. Which really, which really encapsulates... That really encapsulates what the band was all about, you know? And and it's just amazing, because, you know, not not many artists and uh, musicians are able to do that, but, but Motley Crue does it so well. Uh, you, you, you could say that, you know, I think NBA Youngboy kind of brings it... Brings energy similar to yeah, NBA Youngboy's energy is off the charts. You know, listen to Hot Now. That's not a not a request. That's a demand. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, Hot Now is an amazing song. You know, I think I think we're coming up on our time, but yeah, I do think we're running out of time today. But thank you for. I definitely us. think that this podcast could continue in the future, oh, for sure. and it will continue it in the will. future. And, you know, maybe we could make this a weekly thing where we just talk about music, you know, mm-hmm. talk, talk about some new releases. Definitely. So come back next week. Come back the... next week. Or actually, it'll be two weeks. We have a little break. Yeah, we are, we are going on vacation. We're going to Washington, D.C., you know, very excited for that. And, you know, come back next week. We'll discuss even more. You know, oh, I, I'm really definitely. looking to dive more uh, into specific deeper. artists. Yeah, and subgenres. We'll actually have a special appearance from Henry Heth. You know, he runs a TikTok page with 200,000 followers. And yeah, he's very knowledgeable about this stuff. You're a huge Kanye fan. So thank you guys for watching. Hope you all had an amazing day. It's been a pleasure. Been a pleasure, truly. Goodbye, boys. Full send.